from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, Wednesday, June 17th. We've got a great show in store for you. Uh, coming up at 7.15 today, Daryl Dizek is going to be on. Uh, Daryl's a former entrepreneur, seminarian, co-founder of Adventure Catholic and professional minister uh, with over 18 years of active ministry. We're going to talk about his book, Failing Forward, today by Sophia Institute Press. Looking forward to this. I saw this book. Uh, I was able to read, not all of it, but I was able to read different excerpts uh, and kind of skim throughout uh, for a while one day. And uh, I, I texted Kara and I said, we got to get this guy on because he is is a good book. So uh, we'll have Daryl Dizek coming up at 7.15. Bo Bonner, Executive Director, excuse me, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. Uh, and we're going to talk today about God's attributes. So w- when we talk about St. Thomas Aquinas, a lot of times what we hear is the attributes of God, because this is what uh, Thomas was very famous for uh, putting forward. Um, his omnipresence, omnipotence, his omnipresence. Uh, We're going to talk about different attributes, what we mean, and how we can know God is these things. You know, because it's one thing to know there is a God. It's another thing to know what God is like. Uh, And Aquinas, of course, helps us through all of that. And Bo, well, he loves Thomas Aquinas. So for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment today, we're going to talk all about uh, God and his omnipotence, omnipresence. It's going to be a good one. Uh, Also on the show today, the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Pope Francis says it's time to discover the riches hidden in the Sacred Heart. We're going to have that for you for his Wednesday general audience address. Uh, Mark Amadeo will have your news in sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa, and we will have your Saint of the Day all coming up here on this Wednesday. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, Words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Wednesday to you as we approach and have hump day in our presence. Right in the middle of the week. You know, I wish my allergies would just come full bore for like three days straight instead of like coming on and then going away and then coming on and going away. I don't know about you, but that's the way it works with me. I've got mine pretty well regulated. I've outgrown that, but I tell you what, you, uh, you'll be suffering. I haven't seen the mosquitoes out, so usually when they start coming out, the allergies are in full effect. So you must be getting the early stages of uh, whatever's out there. <sighs> I, I get it in my eye. It's the weirdest thing. And then, uh, you know, because the eye kind of feels heavy. It's, it happens about once a week with the, with the allergies. And then, uh, you know, it's just kind of everything else just kind of goes through the cycle. So. Ah, I, I, I like, I like I told you, I never had them until probably about three to five years ago. Really? You didn't have them as a kid? No, nope, uh, never had them. Unusual. My kids do. My kids have them horribly, and so does my wife, but I never had them. Now I, lucky me. 
Yeah, I guess so. Normally, you uh, have them early, then you outgrow them right. to a certain extent, and that's kind of what I've done. I had them when I was a kid. I used to get shots every every Saturday. I used to go to the uh, uh, to get uh, to the aller- allergy uh, doctor and Doctor Caudell over there on in Ingersoll. And every Saturday, I used to get shots. There you but go. Not anymore. There you go. Is it going to be a hot one today? No. Uh, it's not going to be too bad. Yesterday wasn't too bad. It'll be a little bit warmer today. But, you know, today is National Eat Your Vegetables Day, John, Ooh. in case you have forgotten. And, uh, you know, they have these things that they put out there. Uh, What's Andy the one vegetable you won't touch? I won't touch. Boy, I like, like vegetables most of them? for the most part. I do. You know, we were really always had vegetables as a, a kid. Mom made sure of that. Um, I think about that one. I yeah. don't really... No one I don't prefer. What do you I, think, Deacon Tony? Favorite one's uh, corn. Deacon Tony's making a face over there. Yeah, I just one crossed my mind is Brussels sprouts. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan unless they're really <laughs> wrapped in bacon or ham sure. or something, sure. and then you throw the Brussels sprout yeah. away. I'm kind of weird with Brussels sprouts yeah. too. I got to be in the mood. Mm. You know, my wife makes a mean one. She's she's pretty good at, with Brussels sprouts. But I, if I'm not in the mood, I'm not going to eat them. I I am a I yeah, am I, I'm I not like going to touch steamed broccoli. I will do raw broccoli, but oh. I won't. I don't get near the steamed broccoli. You could put it in the oven; it'd be perfect. Uh, you can you can give it to me with a little bit of dip on the side. But if that's steamed, it ain't going in my mouth. No, <laughs> roasted broccoli is a good. Very good. One of the highest rated vegetables that's roasted. good for you. Yeah, I'll take roasted. Not the yeah. steam, though. Not the A little steam. bit of olive oil in the yeah. oven for oh, a little yeah. bit. That's, that's where it's at. Oh, I'm going I, home I, now. I <laughs> notice here, and our listeners may have noticed, a, a masking of vegetables between Deacon Tony and John. You know, masking your vegetables with other yeah. ingredients. I well, there's nothing wrong with that. bacon and butter and oil and... <laughs> <laughs> That takes the vegetable purpose out of it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, vegetable you hide them in the mashed potatoes. You hide them in the mashed potatoes. I knew that was coming. <laughs> there you go. National now, vegetable. You should say, what's your favorite? What's your favorite? Your, your favorite vegetable? It's corn on the cob, oh, and yeah. it has to be sweet corn from right here in Central I don't think that's a vegetable, Iowa. though. I don't know. There, there's an argument. Close enough. There. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I had corn <laughs> on the cob yesterday, by the way. Thought of you. Don't uh, don't don't take away my uh, indulgence, please. Right. You know, I'm, I'm counting won't. it as a vegetable. Yeah. You guys are not helping. I don't know. You're masking it with other stuff. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> is pizza a vegetable? Either way. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, Deacon Tony. Pre- no. Depends what you no. put on. Now, it. vegetable. Now, wait a second. Maybe you got something here. Vegetable pizza might be. Yeah, that's that's my wife's go-to. <laughs> we'll see. There you go. All right. Well, either way, you have, you can celebrate that today on Hump Day as right now from the WHO TV 13 Weather Desk Meteorologist Megan Selwa currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. Beautiful day. Sunny skies right now, 63 degrees, a southeast wind at 8 miles prior. The humidity up there at 70%. But today, here in central Iowa, we'll see mostly sunny skies, a high of 86 degrees, southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. So it'll be a little bit warmer. The feels like temperature will be in the low 90s here throughout the day. Tonight, clear skies, overnight low of 67 degrees. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 90 for your Thursday, but a chance of showers and thunderstorms moving in Thursday night into Friday. Friday, we'll see showers and thunderstorms with a high of 81 degrees. And of course, the weekend, not looking too bad. Saturday is the first day of summer. We'll see showers and thunderstorms continue throughout the day highs in the low 80s and on sunday on father's day partly cloudy and dry highs in the lower 80s well in the news on this uh, wednesday morning uh, the man accused of killing 20 year old university of iowa student molly tibbetts may not go to trial until 2021 christian bahena 
Rivera has been charged with first-degree murder after investigators say he led them to Molly Tibbetts' body back in August of 2018. According to a joint motion filed by both the prosecution and defense, a glut of cases, along with COVID-19 restrictions, are primary factors for pushing the trial back for the 26-year-old Bahana Rivera. Both sides have asked the trial to be continued to January 26, 2021. The trial has been moved from Powashik County in Grinnell to Woodbury County in Sioux City. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Tonight, Dowling baseball and softball teams are in action. In high school softball, uh, Lincoln takes on Dowling Catholic. It'll be their home opener, and it'll be a 5 o'clock doubleheader at the Dowling softball field. The Maroons are 2-0 and on the softball season. And tonight, our season debut right here in Iowa Catholic Radio of Dowling Catholic Baseball as the 7th-ranked Maroons with a record of 2-0 and host Des Moines Lincoln. And uh, we'll, it'll get underway at 5 o'clock at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. Joe Stacy with the call here on Iowa Catholic Radio with pregame beginning right around 4.45 this afternoon. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, 63 degrees, sunny skies, a southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. And today we will see mostly sunny conditions here in central Iowa, high of 86 degrees, southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Wednesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Starting off accident-free, no problems to pass along, just to be aware of all the construction happening this summer. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team stringed by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. What's your favorite vegetable, Jimmy? I like all vegetables, and actually what's really good is deep-fried Brussels sprouts. Oh, goodness. You just took the, the... They're good for you out of the line. I don't line. care. They're really good. <laughs> the only thing, what I like is when they leave them whole, though, and deep fry them, there's a lot of them that have started cutting them up. Yeah. They're not as good. It's better if it's just the one big piece and they deep really? fry them. Yeah. What do you put on them? You uh, put salt, anything? salt, pepper, okay. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you have my mouth. <laughs> there you go. Man. Right down the esophagus. All right. Deep fried, <laughs> deep fried, uh, uh, what are they called again? Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts. All right. Yeah. I know that's a hard word for it you, John. I, I, I can't really say it without... <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> well, it's National uh, Vegetable Day. Te- I'll tell you what. Text in your uh, your your favorite vegetable. Five one five two two three eleven fifty. I'd love to see it on National Vegetable Day. Yeah, you can go to Zombie Burger and get the deep fried uh, Brussels sprouts. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> well, ahead of the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, Pope Francis encourages Catholics to discover the riches of charity hidden in. The Heart of Christ. Of course, the Solemnity Friends of the Sacred Heart of Jesus is happening this Friday. Yes, indeed. Pope Francis says, Friday we celebrate the Solemnity. Do not be afraid to present to him all the intentions of our suffering humanity, its fears, its miseries. May this heart, full of love for men, give everyone hope and trust. I invite you, he says, in a special way to discover the riches that are hidden in the heart of Jesus, to learn to love your neighbor. 
The Solemnity of the Sacred Heart, friends, is a liturgical feast celebrated on the Friday after Corpus Christi. And the devotion to the Sacred Heart was given, of course, to St. Marguerite Marguerite Mary Alacoque a 17th century French nun and mystic. And Pope Francis went on, I don't have time to get into all of it, but he went to talk about uh, the saints and how they act as bridges to God, especially to his heart, to his most sacred heart. And uh, using even Moses as the example from the Old Testament to be able to help us understand. Oftentimes he said Moses is depicted with his hands kind of upward toward God and uh, as an intercessor for his people. Even Pope Francis says when his people kind of turn their backs on God, of course, with that golden calf once again that Moses never stopped to intercede and this is what the saints are like for us so when we go before the sacred heart of Jesus friends the Holy Father says we go before together with the entire communion of saints so know that this Friday in a special way of course for the solemnity of the sacred heart all right uh, when we come back Daryl Dizik is going to be on from his new book failing forward looking forward to talking to Daryl about this I was able to skim through the book and immediately texted Kara and said we got to set this one up it, it, it was good so we'll have uh, Daryl on uh, right after this in the second half hour we're going to talk about the attributes of God according to Thomas Aquinas from Bo Bonner don't go anywhere John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio it's Wednesday June 17th Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction, yes, that always comes first. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, 20 years. 100% satisfaction guarantee technicians trained in the in-home training facility. Thank you for supporting us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to blessmaninternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and crematory for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. 
Hi, this is Father Mitch Pacwa. And our Lord said if you give a cup of cold water to a disciple because he's a disciple, you get a disciple's reward. We thank you for your support of Catholic Radio because we are trying to be faithful disciples and we trust that as you are generous, our Lord will also reward you with a disciple's reward. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Well, some of you have texted in already on this National Vegetable Day what your favorite vegetables are. I thought this one was interesting. I'd like those. I like those fruity vegetable tomatoes, but don't, uh, but don't use salt and pepper. Use sugar instead. Hmm. Hmm. You ever had that, Deacon? They're talking about grape tomatoes or those I cherry tomatoes. Yeah, I think cherry tomatoes. I think is what they're talking yeah. about there. Yeah, sugar, okay. Uh, tie between roasted in-season asparagus and roasted Brussels sprouts, olive oil, salt, and pepper, roasted to crisp tender. I like, thank you for the, uh, thank you for the recipe. I like it. Uh, text in, what's your favorite vegetables on this National Vegetable Day? How do you prepare them? How do you cook them? Ask Daryl what his favorite I'm, vegetable yeah, is. I will. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested, is there anyone out there that just doesn't touch them? Doesn't touch a vegetable to save their life? Uh, I know one person that does that. So that's that's an interesting one. Let's go to our next guest, Daryl Dezik, author of the book Failing Forward. What's your favorite vegetable? Broccoli. Broccoli. Now, how do you how do you cook that? Uh, brother, you got to steam that bad boy. And actually I cheat. Oh. I do I use the uh, microwavable bag. You must uh, have and been... I season it yeah. with some McCormick's uh, steak seasoning. And it just it comes out just right. Now I can do the seasoning part, but I I, I am uh, I like vegetables. But I said right before this, you must have been listening. The one vegetable I won't touch is steamed broccoli. I'll do roasted broccoli. I'll do raw Ooh. broccoli, but the steam gets okay. me. And I don't know. I don't know. That's just uh, something I stay away from. But I like the uh, the seasoned part. That sounds good. It, you know, John, it makes a world of difference, and I got to respect the raw broccoli. Broccoli. I think that's a great way to go. You dip it maybe in a little ranch sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it goes down well. So. I, can, I can do that. Uh, let's talk about your book, man, Failing Forward. Now, is this your first one? Well, yes, it is, as a matter of fact. There you yeah, go. Co-author it with Mr. Alan Migdorado, and, and uh, I'm, I'm a little couple books behind you, John. I, I, was, I was doing some research on you, and uh, I'm impressed. So I gotta you, you set the bar high for me. Yeah, I appreciate I it, right. Well, I, I get right. I could tell you're speaking to parents here. I'm a father of three, yeah. failing forward. I like it. Uh, leadership lesson for Catholic teens to uh, teens today. Um, talk a little bit about this. How did this come about? Well, you know, we've Al and I. Um, I'm a youth minister at a parish here in Florida, and uh, we were putting together something. We look at the national survey of, of kind of summer activities that were being provided for teens and. Um, we found out that there was really nothing that was providing for the uh, third goal in the um, the book that our bishops wrote, uh, Renewing the Vision. And the third goal is to to support the, basically the everyday life of the team, like, you know, the temporal good and just helping them grow, character formation and all that stuff. So we put together this leadership this leadership training called Venture Catholic, and it was a four-day intensive, and you can kind of think of uh, boot camp meets seminary meets... Um, a little, little bit of camping, you know, and you kind of put it all together, and these kids just had some changes. And we basically then, over the course of the years, took our methodology and decided to write it down because we were seeing some amazing success in these kids. And then parents started asking us, going, what did you do to my kid? Hmm. 
And um, I'm like, well, it was, so we had to start thinking about it. And like, this is what, this is kind of how this four day thing went. So really what it is, is they're getting a blueprint of what we've kind of refined over the past eight to nine years. What do they look like when they come out of Adventure Catholic? Uh, grungy, dirty, no. <laughs> you know, the, the inner transformation is pretty amazing. They, you know, at that age, as you know, they're, um, the kids are very indecisive and they're also very, you know, they're, they're not as rational as you know. And this is that time period where they need to exercise that uh, rational, logical thinking. And so they go through a, a period of transformation where they realize it's okay to look at themselves um, and see the, the positive and the negative, which we love because that's the core of our, our faith of when we go to the sacrament of reconciliation, right? We need to take a good inventory of our, of our failings, you know, our damnation of conscience. And then, they, then they're also starting to learn to take criticism from their neighbors. So, so we have a saying that iron sharpens iron, and we also say in Ephesians 4.15, speak the truth with love. So the kids start becoming open to one another and realizing this is my circle of friends where when somebody speaks to me, they're, they're telling me the truth about something I may not see in myself, and they're doing it in love. And it may not feel that way, but this is the positive intention. This seems like a book that parents can use, so they don't have Absolutely. to send their kid to Adventure Catholic, that they can take this book and, and really use and apply some of these principles. Um, what would you say, and how would you say that a parent should implement this? Absolutely. So, the, you know, it's a step-by-step process. It's training. As Proverbs says, you train a child the way they should go. So this is not a, a one-step you do it one time, fix your kid. This is an ongoing methodology for parents. And if they use it step by step, what, they, what we're really training parents to do is to be ministers. We're training them to do what we as disciple makers are called to do, and that's a company. Accompany your child um, through the good and the bad, and, and, and be that positive voice, but also be that you know, constructive criti- critical voice that helps them look at themselves and gives them the skills that they're going to need to be adults and then go train their kids. What would you say if you could take out maybe one or two of the most uh, important principles of your book, Failing Forward? What would you say those are that we can implement into our families today? So, thanks. Um, you know, if you, look at, if you look at Failing Forward, we have five steps. It's, it's challenge. Uh, it's called COPEC. We just kind of use a little COPEC. Uh, C for challenge, O for observe, P for process, E for evaluate, and C for challenge again. Um, and I would say the most critical is, once they become comfortable with challenging, is to observe and then um, process. And that's really where parents can grow in deeper relationship with their kids because they're creating a safe environment for their kids to share and open up um, and not necessarily, you know how teens are, they're, they're a little, you know, they want to put their parents at a distance, but they become, the parents then can become that trusted source, that trusted advisor, and it creates that deeper relationship. So I'd say observing and then learning how to process correctly with your teens will really, really make a world of difference um, in parents' lives. You talk about uh, becoming open to constructive criticism. Is that just for the, the young person, or is that also for the parents? You know, it, it's so funny you say that, because we have found that sometimes our parents are the, are the toughest ones hmm. to break through with that. And when we presented them the COPEC method in, in Failing Forward, um, you know, they, they look at us, and, and when we've, we've actually ran some of these challenges that we present for the teens, we've done it for the parents, and it's amazing to see what kind of emotions come up and, and the closed-mindedness. And then when we can just, when they realize that we are accompanying them and we want them to actually be better versions of themselves, and this is a great method, you can see them starting to break down. So it's a, it's a challenge for every person at every stage, John, I think, you know, but it's a continual process that we have to go 
and and appropriate, you know, until we die. You know, it's a, it's a lifelong journey. Talking with Daryl Dezik on his book, Failing Forward, right now. Um, I, I, I have to think, too, Daryl, um, you know, this isn't just a, a self-helpy style writing. Um, this is something that you want them to become disciples of the Lord Jesus. And, and that happens, of course, uh, amongst the family members as well. It's not just something isolated. So now, how does that take the kind of the front row seat to, to all of this? So, yeah, you know, it's funny, uh, going back to what I said earlier, the in youth ministry, there's a lot of programs that are geared to directly approach teens um, and, and help them uh, at least think about, consider their encounter with Jesus Christ. This particular way, we kind of go in through the back door. We use the everyday experience first, and then we get them to reflect on their experience, and we say, okay, you know, basically, where's Jesus in all of that, or, or you know, where's our faith life in all of that? And I think as parents, um, you know, we're not sitting here every day, you know, talking about Jesus every second, and not every word that comes out of our mouth is quoted from Scripture. Um, but it teaches our parents to use everyday experiences to ultimately guide our kids closer to Christ. Uh, and, and that can just be, you know, anything from sitting down and having a loving conversation and and listening. And even when the child is just completely broken or when they're they screwed up and they just want to run away, and the parents sit there patiently, angry as all get up, but really works to be Christ and to be and to present Christ's mercy at that moment when their child needs it. And so, really, it's more of a, a living. It's a way of living it, Don, than um, than preaching it verbally. Yeah, I I really uh, appreciate you writing this because I I think this can be something that many parents can learn from. I, you know, my par- my kids uh, seven and a half, five, and well, soon to be five and. Uh, eight months or nine months, excuse me. Right. Goodness, but I uh, I could certainly take some things away from this book and already have, and just skimming it. Failing forward is the book. Leadership lesson for Catholic teens today. Uh, the co-author Daryl Dezik. Where can people get the book? You can go to um, our website adventurecatholic.com. dot com is probably the best place. You can go to uh, Sophia Institute Press is the other place you can get it. One of those two. Well, we can serve you up and uh, be happy to get this book into your hands. And, um, and if you have any questions, adventurecatholic.com, you can even email us if you want some further breakdown, clarification, better communication. We're here to help and serve all those parents who are reading this and take the time to, um, to help themselves and their children. What state are you out of? I'm out of the great sunshine state of Florida. There you go. All right. Loving it. <laughs> well, you can sleep in a little bit. Sometimes I have people from California on, and it's a little bit earlier for them. Uh, Daryl, thanks for coming on, man, and all you continue to do, brother. You got it, John. God bless you guys. Thank you, you for having me. SophiaInstitute.com, friends. You can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have the book, they can order it for you. Daryl Dezik on the book, Failing Forward. Good stuff today. Coming up in the second half hour, Bo Bonner, uh, the Director of Mission and Ministry for Mercy College of Health Sciences for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment every Wednesday. Of course, you know we have Bo on today. We're going to talk about God and his attributes, what we mean when we say God is omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, all these things that Aquinas gives to us and how it is that we can apply those into our faith as well. Bo Bonner, second half hour. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Wednesday, June 17th. By the way, don't forget to text in your favorite vegetables, how you like them prepared on this Vegetable Wednesday. I'm interested. Uh, Big thank you to... Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Dear friend of mine, met him a year and a half ago playing pickup basketball, and we've been friends ever since. 
re-roofs. Yes, residential re-roofs for the last 30 years. 963-4494. Thank you for your support here for us at Iowa Catholic Radio. Dean Bell, residential re-roofs, 963-4494. Father Andrew now at today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance, so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to others to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father, who sees what is hidden, will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Here Jesus reminds us that almsgiving, prayer, and fasting are essential and penitential practices of a Christian. Teaching against the mindset that these were done openly, He exhorts the practitioner to a genuine and interior performance to please our Heavenly Father. Jesus explains that we'll be repaid not with any earthly reward, but with payment that's immaterial and everlasting. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. No man is an island we can found. No man is an island that you can't Thanks for joining me today, friends, here on this Wednesday, June 17th. Appreciate you being a part of the show. We're going to, all you uh, Thomas Aquinas fans out there, we're going to talk about him today for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment with Bo Bonner coming up at about 7.45. We're going to talk about God's attributes. What do we mean when we say God is all-powerful, all-knowing, that time and space can't contain him? Uh, kind of the more heady words would be as omnipotence, omnipresence. Um, and, and why that's important to know about God. As we've said before, it's one thing to know who God is. It's another that we really need to ask the questions, what's he like? Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about that 
with Bo. So I'm going to leave a little extra time today because that's kind of a heavier, uh, but I think fun topic. So we'll uh, we'll talk to Bo about 7.45, maybe even a little bit earlier today. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Happy Vegetable Day or Eat Your Vegetable Day. Absolutely. I was doing well until you and Deacon Tony took a... A corn on the cob off the vegetable mm. menu. I, I don't know why I've been disqualified. I, listen, I'm a corn on the cob nut. I love it. I had it last night. My daughter takes after me in that. But I, I just can't. I, I almost feel a little bit guilty when I eat it. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you do. Yeah. It's like, well, I'll get corn on I'm the cob, you. but I need to have vegetable here, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, that is a vegetable, John. Corn yeah. is a vegetable. Yeah. It's grown right here in Iowa, in case you didn't know, and it's very sweet. Well, if it's a vegetable, let me say, I, I eat my vegetables then. <laughs> Here's Google. the other thing. I like Google your, says I corn like is a guess. vegetable. Does it really? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Google Thank you, Deacon Tony. Yeah. Google knows all, so I can't can't argue with Google. <laughs> nope. I like your guest. He has he loves steamed broccoli, as do I, yeah. and I like how he seasons it. I know we got to get John to come around. He's on the raw var- broccoli mm-hmm. uh, campaign, but that's all right. Yeah, I, I just can't really get into it. Um, had uh, cauliflower rice last night uh, with my mm, with my salmon. Good. So I I don't do regular rice. Uh, I'm trying to, of course, watch my carbs. So I buy the the cauliflower wi- rice in the um, in the package and it's good i doctor that up a little bit put a little seasoning on there and i stay away from the butter mm-hmm. on it but uh, put a little seasoning and it's good yeah i didn't realize i was going to be responsible for your show prep today with uh <laughs> national eat your vegetable day and i, I don't like know how the text line's doing but anything i could do to help the show john well we have different kind of vegetables of people texting in i'm, I'm interested even how they prepare them <laughs> I, i'm gathering that i'm gathering that what quite the day for a hump day we'll see so. what i have today all right, well, let's get right to it. I know you have a guest coming up from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have sunny skies, 63 degrees here in central Iowa this morning, southeast winds at 8 miles prior, that humidity up there at 70%. So you're for outdoors running around, walking around, or even out in the golf course. You're going to have a beautiful day. Today, mostly sunny, high of 86 degrees, southeast winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. That feels like temperature will be in the low 90s uh, later on this afternoon. Tonight, clear skies, overnight low of 67 degrees, and tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 90 degrees for your Thursday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms Thursday night and into Friday. Friday, showers and thunderstorms, a high of 81 degrees. Weekend not looking too bad. Reminder, Saturday is the first day of summer. That'll be a longer day of the year as far as daylight highs in the lower 80s and with a chance of rain on saturday and sunday partly cloudy and dry for father's day high in the low 80s well in the news on this uh, wednesday morning uh the uh man accused of uh, killing 20-year-old University of Iowa student Molly Tibbetts uh, may not go to trial until the year 2021. Christian Bahena Rivera has been charged with first-degree murder after investigators say he led them to Molly Tibbetts' body back in August of 2018. Now, according to a joint motion filed by both the prosecution and defense, a glut of cases along with COVID-19 restrictions are primary factors for pushing the trial back for the 26-year-old Bahena Rivera. Both sides have asked the trial to be continued to Ju- to January 26, 2021. 
The trial has been moved from uh, Powashik County in Grinnell to Woodbury County in uh, Sioux City. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Tonight, Dallin Catholic baseball and softball teams are in action for their uh, second game or their second dates of the year. High school softball will not be Dowling's home opener as undefeated Maroons take on Des Moines Lincoln at the Dowling softball field. And the first uh, game of the doubleheader gets underway at five o'clock tonight. Right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, you can hear the Dowling baseball team's home opener as the seventh rank seventh rank Maroons take on Des Moines Lincoln, and they'll get underway at five o'clock. It'll be at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. Joe Stacy will have the call right here on Iowa Catholic Radio with pregame getting underway at 4.45 this afternoon. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, sunny skies, 63 degrees here in central Iowa with a southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies and a high of 86 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning track. Draft Report, I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. <laughs> Traffic is looking pretty good. I think Deacon Tony wants to go play in the street, though. It's going to be such a great day today. <laughs> Again, just some construction, and watch out for a deacon walking in the street, too, so you don't want to uh, make any mistakes there. Uh, but again, accident-free and no problems to pass along. 235 running great. Uh, seven minutes if you're heading into downtown for me through the East or West Mixer. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Devotion to the Blessed Sacrament gave energy to everything this saint did and helped him chart a middle course, St. Joseph Cafasso today. He was born in Italy and suffered from a deformed spine. Despite the ill treatment of people with physical disabilities, Joseph managed to stun his fellow Italians with both his preaching and his practical nature. After his ordination, Joseph was assigned to work in a seminary where he frequently had to combat Jansenism, an excessive preoccupation with our sinfulness and damnation. While Joseph advised more moderation in some of the strict habits and practices of the seminarians of the time, he also cautioned that the biggest danger to a priest was in worldliness. Joseph was an excellent preacher, confessor, and retreat master. Noted for his work with condemned prisoners, Joseph helped many of them die at peace with Almighty God. Joseph was canonized in 1947. We ask today, St. Joseph Cafaso, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the Saint of the Day. Experienced in wills and estate planning, 224-1776. That is 515-224-1776. All right, going to leave plenty of time here for Mr. Bo Bonner for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment here coming up here on this Wednesday uh, as we talk to him about 
Aquinas, Thomas Aquinas, in the attributes of God. What do we mean when we say God is all-powerful, God is all-knowing, God is time and space can't contain God? What do we also mean when we talk about what God is like? Again, a kind of a different conversation from is there a God to what kind of God is he? All that coming up right after this with Bo Bonner at 745, actually a little bit earlier today. All right. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes landscape and design for underwriting the show a catholic veteran family with a wide range of high quality hardscape services including paver patios sidewalks retaining walls premium boulder walls i saw those window wells and more when i was visiting them up there in winterset 493-1060 five sons naturescapes.com thank you for underwriting the show that is five sons naturescapes.com your diocesan minute is right now this is your news for the diocese of des moines for wednesday june 17th i'm kelly mesher collins As parishes in the metro area begin offering weekday mass, the faithful ages 5 and up are asked to wear a face mask before entering the church. You and or your family will be asked to observe social distancing throughout your time in the parish. Family units must sit 6 feet away from others during mass. You're encouraged to use the hand sanitizer placed by the door when entering and exiting the building. Offertory baskets will also be placed by the door for your tithing drop-off. Bishop Johnson strongly urges that you receive Holy Communion in the hands for the common good. If you're elderly, vulnerable to COVID-19, or live with someone who's vulnerable, you're encouraged to stay home. The weekend Masses have not yet resumed in the metro area. The Sunday Mass obligation remains suspended. For those who do not attend Mass, know that God's infinite grace and mercy remain abundantly available. Find more resources and liturgical guidelines on the Diocese of Des Moines website. The Emmaus House continues to offer spiritual opportunities during this time of social distancing. They are a centering prayer group on Wednesdays at noon, a guideful prayerful meditation Fridays at noon, and reflections on our experiences Saturdays at 10 a.m. These are all held online at theemmaushouse.org. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Lee, Nighting the Morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is June 17th. I'm asking all my guests today what their favorite vegetable is. It's National Vegetable Day. Bo Bonner, you're up. What's your favorite vegetable? Oh, wow. That's uh, 
quite a thing to ask someone in the morning. Putting you I would on have the to spot. Say, Historically, it would be fried okra. I can't eat uh, okra seeds like I used to, uh, but fried okra in, in, in principle. There you go. Fried okra. It has to be something weird. It's Bo. It has to be something totally strange. I just, that, that doesn't surprise me. Brussels sprouts is number two now. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> uh, you'd like my wife. She, she makes a mean muscle, Brussels sprout. Um, all right. I, look at all this time I gave you today because this is a heavy topic. It's, it's a lot to discuss. Um, and I, I want to really just kind of break it down here. It's one thing to talk about uh, or to uh, understand or come to understand that there is a God, but it's another question to understand what this God is actually like. And Thomas Aquinas really goes into that a lot. We don't have time to go into everything, but when he talks about God's attributes. So what kind of God is our God like? Kind of just extrapolate on a little bit of that. Yeah, I, I think classically people think of uh, the attributes of God, they think of the omni sort of words, so you have like omnipotent, omnipresent. That's how I've been teasing it, so I hope you can uh, at least hit it. Right, and and so uh, what I like to point out is there's a way to, you know, that's one way to condense a lot of what Thomas Aquinas is up to. I'd say in the section where he's bringing all this up, he's bringing up something twenty, something like 20 attributes of God, his existence, his simplicity, his goodness, his perfection, his infinity. He goes on and on. And it's actually not until about like the 20th mark on the list that he gets to God's power and his omnipotence. He talks about his omnipresence elsewhere. But the idea, of course, is just to say that to talk about God uh, is to need to bring up a lot. And I think that you're exactly right, you know, John. That's one of the things that we, we, we find ourselves, we want to know more about God, and of course we can read the Scripture and we can know about his, his history with humanity itself. But then when we get to thinking about God himself, right, that's a, a huge topic because we're talking about the creator of all things and the, the person who uh, holds it all into existence. So you have to figure out, like, how do you bite off uh, what, what you can chew in all that regard. And one thing I think is interesting to start off with before we talk about any attributes of God is to say, how do we know God at all, right? And there's two ways that we know of God. We know what God himself has revealed to us, and that's what we know through Scripture and tradition. Uh, But then we also can know God in some regard uh, through human reason. But Thomas Aquinas himself will really point out that a lot of what we know about God is actually what we call apophatic, or the via negativa, the negative way. That doesn't mean we talk trash on anything, it says we eliminate what God can't be. So, for instance, before we get into uh, maybe some of the more classical ones people think of, Thomas Aquinas makes a big deal about of God's simplicity, mm-hmm. saying that God is simple. And a lot of people, I think, kind of wrestle at calling God simple, because we think it means that God, you know, somehow lacks something. But actually, simplicity is just saying God is not complex, meaning he's not made of parts. Whatever else God is, God is one. He's unified. He's whole. He's complete in himself. And so you start to see, John, that to say a negative statement uh, in this negation, not right, like a, like a, a mean-spirited or bad one, but to have a negation actually says a whole lot. So if we say God is not composed of parts, we start to mean also that God is simple, God is unified, and then we, we can go on from there. And Thomas Aquinas does the same thing. So when you think about something like omnipresence, which, you know, om, uh, or omnipotence, so all present, 
all-powerful, almost always what Thomas is trying to say is he's showing that there's something God isn't before he's saying what God is. Hmm. So when you say God is all-present, that's leading off of the fact, right, that to say, if you wanted to say God is not all-present, that means you have to make a statement about where God is not. And then you have to go, well, in what way can we make that decision about where isn't God? This all sounds really uh, sort of dorky and philosophical, but this is to go back around to say, Thomas points out with omnipresence, for instance, the key issue, John, is not like, you know, show a, a place on a TV screen like Toledo, Ohio. Is God there? Yeah. Uh, you know, and where <laughs> is God? Like it's Carmen San Diego. It's to get to the fact that things can't exist, John, unless God makes them and holds them into existence. And when you have a cause making an effect, the cause, so to speak, must be present with the effect. For instance, anywhere you are where there's sunlight, that must mean the sun is also there in some capacity. So even though it's morning and the sunlight is traveling all these millions of miles to get to me, the sun is present to me because its effect, the light, I see. Well, John, the entire universe is the effect of God. God has made it, and he holds it all in his existence at all time. Therefore, where could God not be, John, since he made the entire universe, and he holds it in his hand at all times? Now, how do we well, specifically that that was... understand this, then, his presence, when it comes to, in a very specific or particular way, in the Eucharist, that he is in the tabernacle, as we speak, down on Douglas at St. Pius the Tenth Catholic Church? Absolutely. So then we can start to talk about the different ways in which causes can be in effect, as it were. And so you start to realize, right, like the, 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 the metaphor people will give is they go, well, if God is everywhere, how could God also be in the Eucharist? And people have pointed out the apt metaphor that there's literally water in the atmosphere, but if you want to drink it, you have to go to a well, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the idea starts to be that just because something is a cause and therefore must be present in its effects doesn't mean that it can't be present in different ways or different modes. So God is present to all things in the mode of being their creator and sustainer, but he was specifically present uh, through the Incarnation when he walked on earth, uh, hypostatically unified to Jesus Christ, as it were, you know, the two persons, one Christ. And so therefore it starts to be the same thing with the Eucharist, through transubstantiation, through the miracle of transubstantiation. God has promised to be in the mode of the Eucharist, in the host, to be present to us in the Eucharist. So it starts to be the idea that you can be present to all things, but you might be present in different modes. And so that's why God can be present to all things in the mode of the Creator, the cause to all effects, but can also uniquely be present in this man, Jesus Christ, uh, the Eucharist, like you said, down on Douglas, etc., etc. I feel like this is just so important for Catholics today, in our day and age, to understand, because we get hit so hard um, when, it, when it comes to what God is like and, and anymore. I mean, you know, with uh, the atheist movement that's really kind of uh, taken up uh, again, I mean, really gotten very popular uh, philosophy and understanding not only just the, the reasons or the rationale for God, but also what he's like is just so important for us today. Where would you point that people start? I, most people aren't going to open up the Summa, so is there an easier place? Well, 
you know, you, you can go find uh, your local neighborhood dork who's read the Summa and uh, <laughs> ask him to him or her to talk to you about it. Uh, so, I, you know, um, I, you know, John, I think that there's different people who try to uh, who, who do various you know works where they try to simplify these things. I'll be quite honest, John. I think part of the difficulty is it's hard to simplify some of this stuff even more. Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to like, for instance, the omnipotence of God. A lot of times when people are trying to simplify that idea is where we get into trouble. Uh, and, and like you said, when people are sort of pressing these issues, um, usually they're bringing up logical traps that don't make sense that sound really powerful when they're not. So the, the sort of classic uh, move that you'll hear, hear people use to disprove the omnipotence of God is they go, can God make a rock that God can't lift? Mm-hmm. Is God powerful enough to make a rock that God can't lift? On one hand, of course, the hilarious joke is we say yes, uh, because God created rocks that Jesus Christ couldn't lift as a man. <laughs> ha ha ha. But, you know, the, the more astute people go like, well, that's not what we mean. And so then again, you go to Thomas Aquinas, who points out that there's a difference between saying um, someone is powerful enough to do all possible things uh is much different than saying, oh, someone can do literally anything, even impossibilities, in which he points out that's essentially a silly statement that doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense to say God could make 2 plus 2 equals 5. That's not, that doesn't make, that, that's literally using words as nonsense words. And so you start to see that people will do things like this and sound very uh, astute, when actually it's, it's, it's gibberish to say these sort of things. When we talk about um, the omnipotence of God, and God is all-powerful, as we're, we're talking about here, um, I think that gets us to somewhere that can sound strange, but I think it's important, and that is essentially that God really doesn't depend on anything. He doesn't depend on anyone. God doesn't need me. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need the universe. So why does it all exist? And that, I think, is a great way to rope back around to what I started this with, John, is omnipotence is really a negative statement first, which is to say that because God doesn't create or make or do anything out of necessity, he truly is all-powerful because of the sort of lack of strings attached for anything. And so people will go, well, is that just some sort of abstract Jeopardy knowledge? Great, we know that God's omnipotent. But this is why it's important for salvation, because God is not in need of anything from anyone in order to do anything possible. When he offers salvation to us, John, then we start to realize the great immensity of the gift of grace. Mm -hmm. God doesn't get anything out of me being saved except for the fact that I am saved. He loves me unconditionally. And that's why the omnipotence of God is so central and important and to sort of poo-poo that idea is not just to make a vague philosophical point, but to undermine salvation itself. And that's why it's important to stop and think about these things as difficult as they might be. I mean, it would be proper to say our life, your and my life, is a mercy of God. Absolutely. So if we understand mercy in the sort of idea, which is to say someone um, affects a better outcome for someone uh, without receiving in return some sort of like absolute recompense right we never could pay for the life we have the universe could never make up quote unquote for that essential gift of being made and created and in that regard existence itself and its sustained existence 
We seem to always act like we remember the first event, but not that it's continuing. The sustaining in existence is the mercy of God. The fact that he then became man and died for us to save us, is even it, it, the, the, the gift is incomprehensible, John. What do we got coming up on your show? Uh, so we have our friend uh, Ono, who we're going to come and talk about uh, racism, the common good, and how uh, to understand in a Catholic way, uh, obviously a, a, a topic that's pressing in our country, but to understand it through uh, the catechism, Catholic social teaching, and, and ground the discussion. So that's the, the topic we're going to talk about today. The Uncommon Good, uh, 10 o'clock this morning. Um, if you miss it, you can check it out online at iowacatholicradio.com. All of them are podcasted there, and you can kind of go on a little binge listen, uh, as I know many do with our different shows. Bo Bonner, talk to you soon, man. God bless, John. Great job this morning. He hit that one out of the park. Good stuff this morning for Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. Uh, All right, that puts this show in the books. We'll be back on live tomorrow from the Mercy One studio. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people. Keep them safe. Defend them. Prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Linetti, everyone. Eat your vegetables. Be confident in Christ's mercy and His love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.